0: What's up, Longhorns fans? I'm Jordan. And I'm Hunter. And we're back with an especially special episode of Texan Overtime. Hunter, why is it special?
1: It's special because we're doing this, what, like, I, I'm not good with math. <laughs> We've covered this. But um, I want to say, like, three days after <laughs> the game. See, the only number that's, like, sticking in my head is zero.
0: It's the only number that matters, quite frankly. Yes.
1: I, you know, I'm trying to piece together (laughs) why it means so much.
0: Mm, Gee, I wonder, maybe it's because it's the first time that Oklahoma has scored zero
1: points. Zero (laughs) points
0: in a Red River Mm. Showdown game since 1965.
1: That's a long time.
0: It's a long time. I I can't do that math. It's like 60 years or something like that, but that's a lifetime (laughs) ago. That's a
1: long time ago. (laughs) Yeah. Well, we had a lot of fun uh, (laughs) covering the game. I mean, what do you kind of, what sticks out to you about your personal experience from that
0: game? I mean, I just walked into the press box Mm -hmm. and it was so surreal because that thing has been standing since like. (laughs) The 30s. It was a little janky. It was a little old. Every surface in the press box was white. So, like, because the sun was coming up, like, it was just reflecting off everything. And we felt like I couldn't see for, like, a solid hour and a half, two hours.
1: Jordan let me borrow her sunglasses.
0: (laughs) I hate that the sunglasses look better on you than they look on me.
1: I just winked at the camera. Oh,
0: my gosh. They're... the pictures were absolutely fantastic because they were like blue Ray Ban aviators that quite frankly I like took from our lost and found in our student affairs office. Nobody had claimed them in like two weeks, so I decided that it was they were game. mine. Great game. And Hunter Hunter kinda rocked them.
1: Yes. <laughs> that is what the cool kids say, I felt really I felt like I was always meant to wear those sunglasses, <laughs>
0: in the Cotton Bowl press box. Yes, specifically.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean,
0: what were you thinking whenever you got up there?
1: Um, well, yeah, obviously, I was blinded. It just the sun was just in the perfect spot. You talked about the white, um, the white everything, um, but I definitely just really focused on the the, the chairs. They were like blue and like. <laughs> I mean, I'm not going to complain, you know, better than standing up.
0: (laughs) They were were almost just, like, desk chairs that just kind of, like, were attached to the floor. And they swiveled, but they were also, like, woven?
1: (laughs) Yes. They felt very, you know, they were kind of soft, you know, (laughs) but...
0: They definitely felt like they were at least 60 years old. Yes. That press box hasn't been updated in a while, but it didn't really matter because Mm. it was still the coolest experience. Oh,
1: yeah. yeah. It was a lot of fun.
0: I mean, I think just actually seeing all of the fans start to come into the game and you see the battle line just so blatantly there, the sea of burnt orange and the sea of crimson, and then even more satisfying when that sea of crimson left by like the fourth quarter. Oh
1: yeah, it was, yeah. If 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 you if it was a sea, you know, people on that side of the stadium would be thirsty, you know, oh. you know, because there was not a lot of crimson. Um, there was a couple drops of crimson. Sorry, I'm I'm bragging a little bit. Um, but yeah, that was really cool. Just um, you know, the games they've met 118 times Mm -hmm. um and i think i want to say that was the like i know for sure if it was the biggest margin victory for texas but i want to say it was the most for all time maybe so we really got to see like a Mm -hmm. all-time showdown in the red river showdown
0: it just felt like a very historically significant game i mean because this team hasn't won the Red River showdown game for like three years. The last time that Texas won it was twenty eighteen. Mm-hmm. So maybe like seven players on this current team had actually experienced wearing the golden hat. And then all of a sudden this baby faced mullet wearing kid out of <laughs> South Lake comes in after being out for like a month. four That's or five hard. weeks. <laughs> yeah has played, like, four to five total quarters of college football in his life and has four touchdown passes on Oklahoma.
1: Oh, yeah. It's it's crazy. Like, you know, I, I'm a Houston sports fan, right? Okay. You know, I've watched Longhorns, you know. But um, I just feel like Quinn yours is almost too good for me to, like, <laughs> Be, like, what? associated with a team that has him, you know? It feels like, he's too talented, you know? I don't know if that makes any sense, but I've just no. gone through a lot of pain. The-
0: I've grown up mm. experiencing a lot of pain, too. But this is also the same team that has had Vince Young. No, sure, no, sure. So it's, like, when yeah, no. Ewers coming yeah. here both of them being perfect recruits, the highest rating quarterbacks of all time out of high school and coming to Texas just seems predestined. Like just Quinn showing us that he has a really high ceiling to be great because Quinn played great, but that wasn't his ceiling. I mean, he nearly threw like two additional picks in that game at least. But him playing as great as he did against a historical blue-blood team in the biggest game of the regular season was really uplifting for, I think, everyone. Oh.
1: Yeah, I think just, like, what kind of highlighted, like, the offensive, like, how dangerous Steve Sarkisian's offense mm-hmm. could be with you like, was at the helm was just how poor Oklahoma's offense did. <laughs> um, it just, whereas, like, I felt... Watching the game, I felt like Texas could do, throw it whichever way they wanted, run it whichever they wanted, do whatever, just do whatever they wanted. Mm-hmm. I felt like, besides when they're running some Wildcat stuff, <laughs> Oklahoma. They totally
0: was... stole that out of our playbook. Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> that was plagiarism. Oh,
1: yeah. that's plagiarism. As a journalist, that's one of the first things they teach you, is plagiarism is bad. <laughs> and...
0: Oklahoma literally no, plagiarized Steve Sarkeesha. They did, they did. They did. They did.
1: They did. <laughs> yeah, but it was I I still can't get over the little jump pass interception. I think that Oh, that
0: was atrocious. That
1: just like the you know I wanna say it was Eric Gray, maybe or maybe mm-hmm. it was a tight end. They it was running. it was their running back. Um he just sort of he's like, Oh, I'm gonna trick these Longhorns. <laughs> they're I've been we've been running the ball the whole time. They're they're not going to expect this. And then he probably threw the worst pass I've ever seen in a D1 football game.
0: (laughs) It was just like a rainbow floating pass over the lines. And John, looked over, swept over to the side and was like, yo, that's mine. (laughs) You know, Oklahoma just looked completely frantic Mm -hmm. on offense that entire game. And it makes sense. Oklahoma didn't have their starting quarterback. He was in Concussion protocol throughout the entire week didn't practice, so they weren't going to put Dylan Gabriel in. But every time they gained an ounce of momentum, whether if it was off a big run or no, I guess that's all they did the entire game. They yeah. they ran. Yeah. They had like
1: thirty
0: nine passing yards. Thirty nine <laughs> passing yards. <laughs> but then they would get to either like close to midfield or like in Texas's territory and just completely fall apart. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. They had the pick. They had two turnovers on downs, I believe, and then they had another pick towards like the end of the second quarter, like as time ex- was expiring. But that was just out of yeah, desperation. Yeah, yeah.
1: No, yeah, they were they were trying to do it all. It wasn't like they weren't trying. You know, I'm not gonna say Vinovich he was not trying. They even they. I think they that. tried
0: for like the first 45 oh, yeah. minutes. Oh yes, yeah. oh yeah. for
1: sure, for sure. For sure. <laughs> yeah, they tried to do that. Uh, I mean, well, they successfully. The best offensive play that I remember was a fake field goal. The, the <laughs> that was fake the most field successful. goal
0: was pretty good. It was, I will admit. It was the nice. fake field goal it was, was nice. fun. I could definitely yeah. appreciate yeah. that one. But then I think like like the next set of downs, like they were going for like a fourth and short. Like it was like a fourth and one, fourth and two, fourth and three. And we we're able to just stuff the mm-hmm. run. Oh yeah. So it's like that fake field goal did absolutely nothing for them. If that. only they kicked it, they would have gotten on the board.
1: <laughs> that would have been monumental for Sooner fans right now,
0: because mm-hmm.
1: the amount of jokes that just have been
0: made—it's—it's mm-hmm. it's perfect, especially because like OU's logo, logo is just like O and then like mm-hmm. the U, so you can just go like forty-nine to zero. <laughs> <laughs> It's probably backwards mm, for no, the yeah, camera. No, yeah,
1: probably. <laughs> speaking of the, the OU metal. logo, I'm not going to lie. Oh, no. It's always looked like a Q to me. <laughs> I'm unshamefully going to admit that. It's always looked like just like a fancy Q. <laughs> and that's what I've always thought of, like, Oklahoma. It's just like a fancy Q. <laughs> well, Sorry. it sounds like Q, <laughs> Q owns OU now
0: yes. anyways. Oh,
1: wordplay. <laughs> Quinn, Q. Quinn.
0: QB1
1: <laughs> They they just, they
0: just you don't Q- get one. this
1: kind of coverage anywhere else, you know. What I'm saying?
0: I don't I don't think the Austin American Statesman or Inside Texas is brave enough to just let their thoughts flow freely. <laughs> yeah,
1: there that's what's happening right now. <laughs> We're just talking. You you're here for it. This is what the entire car ride sound sound like on the way way home. <laughs> it's just on the way home. Oh. Uh, yeah, on the You know what I mean? (laughs) Yeah, just just complete rambling. Yeah, just rambling.
0: I will probably be rambling about this game for a very long Mm -hmm. time. At at least, like, the rest of my college career. Um, Definitely obnoxiously so within the next couple of weeks (laughs) until the Big 12 championship. Regardless Mm -hmm. if Texas is in it or not.
1: Yeah, I guess speaking of, like, the rest of the season's implications, what do you kind of... This is almost like, because, I mean, when you look at the remaining schedule, like, mm-hmm. you pretty much have, like, the five toughest <sighs> teams. I mean, after Iowa State. Iowa State's going to be, you know, a tough challenge, but.
0: Iowa State has a good rushing defense.
1: After Iowa State, mm-hmm. you have, like, you know.
0: Oklahoma Oklahoma State, State,
1: TCU, Kansas State, Kansas. Kansas. And then Baylor. Ugh. And, like, those five teams combined have only lost, like, two conference games.
0: Uh-huh.
1: And, like, four games total. Like, they're, like, I want to say they're, like, 23-4 and four combined or something. It's kind of...
0: I'm a little nauseous thinking about it. Texas is good, but I don't think that the Big 12 has been this competitive in a very long time. Yeah. We have, what, like, five ranked teams right now? It it's it's all those teams that you yeah. just mentioned with Texas minus mm-hmm. Baylor. And yeah. Baylor is a really solid program oh, yeah. as well.
1: Yeah, it's, it's going to be a doozy. Especially, <laughs> like, on the road.
0: On the road that at will... Kansas State in Kansas, after what they've both been able to do this season is actually scary. Yeah. I never thought that I would ever verbalize either one of those states and statements. I am scared of Kansas State and the Kansas Jayhawks. College football is broken.
1: It's <laughs> <This is> broken. <laughs> oh man. <laughs> Yeah, I I totally agree. It's been mm-hmm. it's just gonna be a wild, wild ride. Mm-hmm. Um, just sort of seeing how the Big Twelve falls. Like mm-hmm. you got a big matchup this week, Oklahoma State TCU, mm-hmm. and then you know just Texas just has to go through that gauntlet. It'll be it'll be interesting to see. Mm-hmm. Um, do you have any kind of closing thoughts? Um, as we wrap up the Red River game,
0: I really hope that Jordan Whittington got his ice cream. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I was really upset that I wasn't there for that quote because mm-hmm. I have been talking for probably about like six to eight weeks now about how much I love the fact that Jordan Whittington is obsessed with ice cream. He's talked about it in so many of his press conferences and he said that after Saturday's win, you know, it's his first time mm-hmm. holding the golden hat. He was going to go to the state fair and get funnel cake and ice cream.
1: <laughs> that was so That was fun. Jordan
0: Jordan Whittington's had a fun season. Oh yeah,
1: he's a fun guy. He's a fun guy. Yeah, I think the thing that always will just stick with me just Quinn Ewers' quote at the in in the press conference. He was like, "We own the state." (laughs) Glad the hat's back.
0: You can you can just tell that he grew up a Texas fan. There was just like (laughs) a little bit of extra emotion there because this team is like this game is important for the entire team. The kids that were. Raised in Texas, watching Texas play like Quint Ewers and Jada Barron. Mm-hmm. It means a lot.
1: <laughs> yes. It, it's a huge one. Um, mm-hmm. And it was a lot of fun to recap it with you. Mm-hmm. you know? um,
0: Definitely yeah. probably going to be the highlight of our season. Um, I mean, there's still a lot of season left, though, so who knows?
1: <laughs> who knows? <laughs>
0: Maybe maybe Texas makes a Big 12 championship. I'm gonna knock on wood now. <laughs> we we'll shall
1: see.
0: see. We shall see. We shall see. <laughs> we shall see. Already. Right. Um, my Twitter is at the Jordan Kenzie T-H-E-J-O-R-D-A-N-K-E-N-C-I-E. R D A N K E N Z I E. Y'all should totally follow my account.
1: And my Twitter is at Hunter, Dorsik D W O R, A C Z Y K.
0: And we will see y'all next week.